Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to the Art Box, recorded in our beautiful Mesquite, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone of all ages. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, or on Facebook as Mesquite Fine Art Center, also on Facebook, The Art Box. Let's welcome Doris Bailey. Hi, Doris. And what was the name of the uh, the show we went to? Oh, I don't think it matters because nobody pays attention anyway. <laughs> rites of passage. Rites of passage. Oh no, it was cabbage, wasn't it? Wasn't oh. it rites rites of cabbage? That's yes, what it was rites about. of cabbage. Okay, and that's or, an inside joke. I don't think our listeners probably care, but we know it. We know it. And four fantastic young women. Talented, very talented women are on stage. We enjoyed you so much, and we were elbowing each other and said, hey, this is the best thing we've seen all Oh, week. isn't that great? So, Thank you so much. So, Doris, tell us a little bit about you and how you got to be here at the Cowboy Gathering. I grew up on a ranch in southern Alberta, an old-timey ranch that goes back to the days of the Mounties coming west. And so many generations later, there I am. And I was always the kid who enjoyed words and writing little poems and songs. I wrote about many things, including ranch life, but grandma and grandpa's anniversary or somebody's wedding in town. And not to make a, not to um, denigrate the joys of a small town. I know there's a few jokes about small town life, but I look back now and say, wasn't I lucky? to be part of a small town community because it is true, everybody knows everybody else, and quickly I became known as the kid who might write a skit or might write a poem. Oh, call Wallace and Melba Daly's daughter. She likes to write little poems. She'll write something for Maddie and Fenton's anniversary or she'll write something for the church potluck. So I was encouraged from a very early age just by the life I was living and the people around me and I grew up and left the ranch and got an education and had a life and had a job. And when I came back to Alberta after a stint away, something called a cowboy poetry gathering had sprung up <laughs> over the hill. I'd never heard of cowboy poetry. And my brother said, you know, any if anybody can write a poem in our family, it'd be you. So you should go and you should come with us to the cowboy poetry gathering. I said, hot diggity, yes, I should, and uh, get me a ticket. And then he said, no, that's not what I meant. You should write and present. Ooh, I didn't, I'd never, ever thought of, ever thought of doing that before in any way, shape, or form. And I said, I'm, I'm a little shy to do that right off the bat without having even seen how it's all going to shake out. But then he said the magic words, which were, well, you suit yourself, but... Anybody who does a poem, they save $25 on the price of the dance. Oh, okay. Well, that's worth it. <laughs> so it was worth it. And I love to dance. And so I screwed up my nerve and got my courage together. And I recited my first poem at a little town called Pincher Creek, Alberta. And 
I was so glad I went because just by showing up, I got to listen to all these old timers crawl out of the hills and tell their stories. So for me, the joy of going to cowboy poetry was never me reciting anything I had written. I had no body of work yet in this particular genre. But I, I said to myself, if I can just write one or two new ones this year, or, oh, there's, I, I'd never tuned my ear before to be looking for sparkling words or funny little stories or meaningful moments now I was educating myself to do a little better thinking if I just keep on writing I get to go to the cowboy poetry gathering to listen to everybody else and then my big break came in 98 or 99 when I was invited to Elko and that really exposed me to a different level of then I learned then I then I then I learned that there actually is um, sort of craftsmanship to getting on stage getting off stage slowing down your you know you're so nervous that you just want to go and get through your poem but coming to Elko that first time was a bit of a clinic on on how to maybe present your poetry. In are, a, are you in a nervous better. now? Well, I'm a little bit. It's a good energy. I'm um, I'm a little bit nervous, but I also will say this: I am the most rehearsed and most prepared poet I, 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 on stage. I think some some are as prepared as me, but nobody's more prepared than me because even though I've recited. A million star resort a million times and you get tired of it in your own head practicing I will still practice because I, I want to enjoy I want to enjoy the set as much as anybody else and if I think I'm well rehearsed then the nerves go down and I feel like I can hopefully do it right one of our local cowboy poets Russ Westwood he told us today that in the shower he has his poems tacked up and <laughs> said so he said over a week he can recite all of the 70 poems that he's memorized by i guess crossing them off or something in the showers so. well that's funny and he he did not grow up where i grew up then because two minute shower was the max my dad that's enough how much water are you gonna use you can't cut it off in there so unless i have a two minute poem i am not reciting it in the shower <laughs> A few days ago, we were fortunate to get Waddy Mitchell in for an interview. And as you know, he was one of the founders of this Cowboy Poetry Gathering. And I read his quote about you. I'm going to read it right now. If cowboy poetry was fresh milk and the cream that rises to the top was the best of the cowboy poets, then Doris Daly would be very rich and very, very fattening. What a fantastic quote by one of the best, huh? Well, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Wadi. Uh, that was very generous of him, and also it just shows what a what a gentleman Wadi is, and also even what a creative guy Wadi is, because he might have said, "Doris Daly, give her a listen," uh, and yet even his little testimonials are so. Poetic. So, thank you, Wadi Mitchell. Yeah, I think there's what we've seen is great camaraderie here. All of well, you all seem to be friends. The yes, and that is what you. I agree, 
And I wonder if it's because none, very few of us, not me, for example, very few of us are professional entertainers. They're, some are, and that's how they make their living and pay their bills, and they are known around the world, really, so as, as professional entertainers. So yay them. But many of us are, the rest of us, I mean, we're all just sort of normal folks living our lives back home, and love of wordsmithing and poetry and music brought us together. So when we, when we come to a deal like this, it's not as much to be on stage and be the star, because none of us are stars. It's to see our pals. So when I come here, I'm thinking, oh, yay, D.W. Grothy's going to be here. Kristen Harris is going to be here. Little Annie McKenzie from Oregon. So it's, it, what you see is authentic joy at reconnecting with friends. And you can just tell uh, the four of you on stage where it was it was magic. Mm, yeah, I, I it was an, it, it, that'll be a highlight for me when I'm driving home to Canada. I'll, I'll look back on that hour. So you're driving back to Canada from here? Well, yes, um, we drove. It's a it's about sixteen hours on the road. Do it in two days, and I'm all for flying. I've flown lots of places all the time. But um, my husband and I came down together, so that's a nice road trip, and sure. the world has opened up, so it's fun to go down the road uh, to a place you want to get to. So I think we're going to head out on Sunday when um, the, the snow comes. We're waiting for the snowstorm to come, and then we will hit the road and he Be head north. Because you like to drive in the snow? Yeah. No, you're kidding. No, I, I am joking. That okay. was facetious. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's blue skies, blue skies, blue skies. And then when we need to leave, because we need to get back, we've got other things waiting for us back at Canada. That we, oh, jeepers, here comes the snow. But Okay. I was just checking because you're Canadian, you know, and I thought, well, maybe you do like to drive in the I was snow. Just, I was just nodding. Yeah, no, it's, we, we don't. We have to. I mean, if you didn't drive, if you didn't. You didn't just suck it up and do it. You, we're living in the wrong country, but um, away we go. Steve and I are driving back tomorrow because we're chickens. We don't want to stay through. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, we're driving back to Mesquite, you know, high desert yes. country, yes. right? Just seven hours. Oh, yeah, wow. But, oh, that's uh, a cakewalk. Our, uh, our snow is on the mountains. We can see it. Well, that's where it belongs, but yeah. our snow is everywhere all the time. It only snows 12 months a year where I'm, where I'm from. Oh, wow. So, Darcy, you've been here before. Several times. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where do you eat? Give us, a, give us a, a good tip. I eat at the coffee mug across from Oh, the that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For that matter, that's the only place we've eaten so far. I Great service. Fabulous service. Great soup. Um, a bunch of us can gather around a table and if you go in there by yourself and you sit at the counter man i've met the mayor of elko just by going into the coffee mug and having a pancake and seeing who's beside me oh i'm the mayor welcome to town so it's it's a real good spot well thank you for confirming <laughs> our and it's affordable it is affordable yes it it that's a, and it's um they don't have a lot of loud canned music and the other night patricia frolander wonderful Poet from Wyoming. She and I ate at Garibaldi's, I think it's called, and it's a Mexican yeah, I've place. Seen that. And I'm not saying everyone should flirt with the waiter, but Patricia absolutely did, and we got complimentary margaritas thrown in. So did you really? There so you go. I'd, I'd recommend that place. <laughs> sure, that's great. Well, that's good. We find out all this 
important information on our podcast, don't we? Yeah. Flirting, with, with, <laughs> flirting with the waiter helps. With our grant, we have to say something about food, so that's why I brought <laughs> it up. So now we know about flirting <laughs> that you could get. Oh, he might be in trouble. Uh, he's no, his sister owns the joint. Oh, okay. so I think, okay. so I think, oh, he still might really be in trouble. <laughs> and what do you do when you're not performing? Well, I do whatever it takes to keep from getting a real job so that I can do this. So, at home in our little town, I work two days a week at our beautiful, beautiful library, and they are so accommodating to me. So when I say I need seven or eight days off in January, go and have a good time. Or if I say I need four weeks off because I'm going to Elko in Alpine, Texas and somewhere, go and have a good time. They're just so accommodating. Um, my husband is a singer songwriter. And so we explore places to perform together back home or on the, or on the side of the line as well. So we're going home to start rehearsing because we have a really nice concert to do uh, next, it's either next Friday night or Saturday night actually, kind of a Valentine's Day thing. And we play in the Rocky Mountains uh, with our hiking group. And so we just have a real great, sweet, little happy life in our, in our little town. Sounds fantastic. So you're in a hiking group. We are in a hike. Tell me about that. We're called the Ramblers. We are 10 or 12 people who go hiking every Tuesday. Doug is our fearless leader, and his battle cry is, we're almost there, we're almost there, we're almost there. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> and our little town, Diamond Valley, is 12 or 15 minutes from the Rockies, from the foothills and certainly the mountains. So you're, you're close to Banff, Jasper? Uh, well, you you know about Banff and Jasper for and, sure. And, and Kootenai, the, did I say it right? Uh, well, Kootenai is in British Columbia. So yes, but there's Jasper in the north, then Banff. But don't forget the Rocky Mountains go all the way down to Colorado. So we try to stay away from... We, go, we visit Banff. We love to go to Banff. But we try to stay away from there and just right out our town is a whole other road. I'm not going to mention it because we don't want a lot of tourists going there. understand. <laughs> and there's trails and trails and trails and trails for us in the Sheep River uh, sort of catchment basin. So that's where. Uh, I'll say, I'm not sure how this all shakes out at your end, but I'll say one more thing about me and my writing and my poetry. I am all for the working man or woman who makes their living horseback. So I, I want there to be cowboy in cowboy poetry. But I am also for Westerners, period. So a lot of my work is to honor or recognize or see or hear or speak about or love on all the people that it takes to keep the West going. So I'm thinking of 4-H club leaders and the guy who runs our little grocery store in town but sponsors high school rodeo or the working oil and gas man in Calgary who loves to be a weekend cowboy or a young school teacher who's maybe got just left university and by golly she said yes to a high school 300 miles from a city and helps keep schools going in our rural town so my west is a big west I just want to respect and love all the people all the people who keep our western life in our western towns going strong that's great and by the way we hike too so if you're ever down towards mesquite oh right we've on. got some 
kind of semi-unknown national monuments that well, we, we don't want to tell people about either <laughs> so we understand well we 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 get it we we last year we hiked in in bryce and zion and of course that was fabulous but i'll tell you what we hiked in a place called snow canyon or snow, yeah, snow, snow canyon 35 Park. miles from us yes. and it was near saint george or, or saint the, george so, we loved that day it was just big and wide open and not a lot of ridges which i don't i don't do those overhangs very good i'm it curled up in the fetal position throwing up and crying if it gets if it gets too um sort of pitchy to expose oh i understand so snow canyon was just we're just a little bit south of that oh lucky you and if you ever want to see great petroglyphs and pre-contact culture You've got our number. Okay. Yeah, we'll oh, take and you on a tour. Okay. Well, um, see you soon on the trails. Yes. Great. And ditto. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk with us today. Always and love, share your art and your life. Always love to talk about cowboy poetry. Thank you so much. Thank you, Doris. Five star accommodation, said the Duke of La Dida. To stay in less would simply be unthinkable, Nez Pa. Valet parking, chandeliers, and a million dollar view. Security must be discreet, the fixtures must be new. Oh, exclusive and deluxe, agreed the nabob of Bel Air. Marble tiles in the ensuite, Persian rugs upon the stair. The sheets must be eight hundred count, the duchess needs her spa. And by the bed, a basket of champagne and caviar. Well, to each his own, I figure every kettle has its lid, but a fancy five-star penthouse isn't even on my grid. A suite at Hotel Hoity-Toit just doesn't light my lamp, cause nothing holds a candle to a Skookum Mountain camp, where the rooms are made of canvas with a nifty zippered door. A scattering of mud and needles decorate the floor. The coffee is outstanding, the cuisine is simply great. When you're hungry, beans and bacon are perfection on your plate. Dimensions of the ensuite are modest, it is true. But when you're sitting sweetly on it, it's a billion-dollar view. Marble is redundant at the best seat on the planet. It's a rocky mountain vista that we never take for granite. The help is sometimes snuffy, but tough as mountain goats. All it takes to keep them happy is a morning feed of oats. And security is peerless. In our little mountain den, the dog will bark when bears come close nine times out of ten. And when the sun begins to melt behind the western rim, a choir of coyotes sings its wild soprano hymn. The fire crackles brightly, the stars are all at play, and our little camp lies sparkling beneath the Milky Way. Then I think about the jet set, those dukes and bon vivants, dressed up in silk and satin in their measly five-star haunts. 999,000. 995 short to come close to what I have here at my Million Star Resort. Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, where all accompanying images and links are available on the Artbox page.
Questions, comments, opinions, and concerns can be sent to artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Virgin Valley Artists Association.